Hey everyone, Braden Kerr here, and welcome to another episode of Looking Back, Journeys from Meeting to Marriage. To start off today's podcast, I just want to say thank you so much to everyone who has supported me and helped me in getting this podcast up and running. Um, I've gotten a ton of support from family and friends, people who have encouraged me, and also from all you guys listening. It means a ton that I've been able to get this started and get these awesome stories out there. And I've really appreciated the positive feedback. It sounds like people are really enjoying listening to this. And if you guys really like it, I'd love it if you could leave a positive review or share it with somebody who you know that would like it. That would really help me to keep making these and it'll help more people to be able to hear these awesome stories. Thanks, guys. I think it's interesting how different sounds or smells can get tied to different people or places in our heads. And when we experience those senses, it'll instantly take us to those memories that they're tied to. And for me, the gentle ticking of a grandfather clock always takes me back to my grandparents' house, which is exactly where I'll be taking you during this episode of Looking Back. I was able to interview my grandparents, Chick and Sherry Phillips, in their own house, and if you listen closely, you'll be able to hear the ticking of that clock. For me, my grandparents have always just been grandma and grandpa, so it was really cool to hear their experiences of when they were my age and the things that were similar and the things that were different because it was a different time back then. But their story really is incredible because when they first met, my grandpa was actually engaged to somebody else and my grandma still had a few years of high school left. So get ready to hear how their journey went from there to creating a relationship that has truly lasted a lifetime. Chick and Sherry Phillips. We are the grandparents of Brady. And uh, he's asked us to tell about how we met and how this big family that we now have six children, 22 21 grandchildren, grandchildren and uh, 34 great great grandchildren. It's a big family. Yeah. <laughs> It's I didn't a big know you family. have that many great-grandchildren. Yeah. And that's after 65 Five. years of marriage. So, we met when we were very young. How old were you both? I was... I met him when I was 16, so you must have been 19. I was 19. And how we met is quite... Interesting. It was uh, almost like it was set up somehow. I was working for her two uncles, one her mother's brother, one her dad's brother, who had a ele small electric company. We wired houses and other kinds of buildings. Uh, I had gone to work for her two uncles as an apprentice electrician. Uh, it was called Tug. Tugs Electric, and uh, I'd gotten to know them quite well. Well enough that when they got a contract in Las Vegas to wire some homes down there, they took me with them and got me set up with the union down there so I could work down there. And I was living with Tug, her uncle Tug, 
and uh, had gotten to know most of her family. I met her parents and a bunch of her relatives, but I'd never met Sherry. And it was in September, uh, Sherry was given the uh, opportunity to come to Las Vegas for a week's vacation because she had stayed home and tended the kids while her parents went to Las Vegas. So I had been to work in a very hot Las Vegas day. I came home from work, no shirt on because it was so hot. <laughs> Walked in the door and there's this beautiful blue-eyed blonde girl. I was a blonde. <laughs> brunette. Brunette. <laughs> it's the blue eyes here. Remember? Yeah, the, the blue, blue eyes, eyes were okay. <laughs> I was never blonde. <laughs> and, uh, she really struck me. At the time, I happened to be engaged to an old girlfriend in Salt Lake. Wait, you were engaged? Just At 19, can you imagine? 19. <laughs> we grew up faster in those yeah. days. We did. I didn't know, but you were engaged to somebody else then. Yeah. Yes, I so. didn't know that. Wow. But <laughs> n n nevertheless, I was given the assignment to entertain Sherry for her week while she down there because I was her age or thereabouts. So we had a great time. We uh, went to the horse races. We went to a couple of shows down there. And, uh, and then about the third or fourth night we were there, uh, we drove up to Lake Mead, which is a big lake behind the dam, the Hoover Dam, and parked by the lake. And uh, I think that was the first night I stole a kiss. <laughs> so only three nights after you had met each other? Yeah, three or four. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> well, it crazy. was a simple kiss. Very simple, I yeah. Mean, yeah. It was kind of off target, but... <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. But I'll have to say, he, he talks about coming in from work and no shirt on. He was buff. I mean, he had, I've got pictures of him, you wouldn't believe how beautiful his body was. <laughs> he walked in with no shirt on and I thought, wow, what a guy. So you remember that, <laughs> both of you remember the first moment yeah, you saw Yeah, oh yeah. I really remember it and I guess he does too. <laughs> Do you remember what color his hair was? It wasn't blonde. He was a brunette also. They're both brunettes. Now that you both have white hair. <laughs> yeah. Now we match again. <laughs> but we have a we had a good week. Uh, I was supposed to go home that week to see my fiance. fiance. <laughs> and she was pretty upset when I called her and said I wasn't coming. I Did you tell her why you weren't coming? Oh uh, no. no, I don't think so. I, I couldn't come. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. So it was kind of a fun week. Um, Las Vegas was not like it is now. Yeah, it was very different. And uh, the shows that you went to, they, they were free. You went in and what they were trying to do is have people come in and then gamble and oh, buy liquor. Okay. And, so the shows you know, were to draw people in and then they right. spend the money when they were and in so there. And so the first night I remember we went to uh, Sammy Davis Jr. and his brothers. They were uncles. His uncles. uncles. What were they called? The, the Davis. The Matson Trio. They danced and sang and it was a fun show. And then 
And we had no problem getting in, we just walked in. And then a couple of nights later, we were going to go hear Rosemary Clooney. She had a big show. And we got up to where the they let you in the to go in there, and uh, they said, you can't come in unless you're 21. Neither one of us were 21. We have to see your ID, and we go, well, we're not really 21. And a, well, they said, then you can't come in, and there was a couple standing behind us. They were so nice, and they said, oh, they're with us. They can go in with us. Oh, really? We've never seen them before in our lives. No, but they were, you know, not old, but older than us, of course. And so they let us go in with them and see the Rosemary Clooney show, wow. which was kind of fun. I always remembered that. It was kind of neat. And I've always loved Rosemary Clooney anyway. You probably don't, re you can't remember her in her heyday. <laughs> I mean, she was really a great singer. Yeah. And so that was really fun. So this little 16 year old girl was having quite a fun time. Yeah, so you, 16 year old girl, went and had all these, all these little adventures with this <laughs> engaged guy who had yeah. shown up the, that week. <laughs> I don't think you knew I was engaged. Uh, probably not. Yeah, <laughs> probably not. We didn't talk about things like that. <laughs> Minor detail, really. Yeah, yeah. I mean, who's engaged when you're 19? Yeah. yeah. So, when the week had passed and it was time to, for Sherry to go home, I took her to the bus depot or the train station down. I think it was the bus. There. I think I came no, on the bus. It was the train that you went home on. Oh. Okay. Took her to the train, and uh, as we walked to the train, I sang a song to Sherry. We won't say goodbye until the last minute. Then I'll hold out my hand, and my heart will be in it. I didn't realize at the time that true words were never spoken. <laughs> wow. It was a time. popular song. We didn't know at the time that, uh, that our relationship, this relationship, was the beginning of the rest of our lives, really. And so the next few months, so I was in Vegas. So you stayed in Vegas, Grandpa, but mm -hmm. Grandma, I you went, went back, back home. She went home and she was went a back to school. senior in high school. She had no, junior. Junior in high school. So... We uh, wrote a few times, and then we, then when I went home for Thanksgiving, uh, I had Thanksgiving with Tug and Tug invited me to go up to his mother's place, Tug and Joe, and went. To that her was my grandmother. Went to her grandmother's okay. for dinner, and so we decided after dinner we'd go to the movies. Wait, so where was that? Salt, Salt Lake. That was in Salt Lake. And were you living in Salt Lake? No, Salt Lake? I was still in Vegas, but he I just had gone home, home for, for the weekend. Okay, for, okay. For Thanksgiving holiday, I'd gone home with, with Tug. Okay. Uh, and his family. Uh, and how far, how far apart was that from when you first met? Well, it was September when we first met. And okay, so Thanksgiving. A couple of months. A couple of months, couple of months. yeah. Months. So, I remember we went to a movie went to Thanksgiving movie. evening, yeah. and then you went back to Vegas, yep. and it was kind of like, yeah, nothing, you yeah. know. And I went to school, got my junior yeah. year going, and then you came home. You quit well, working. They ran they, out of work or something. They, uh, the company that they were working for, building homes, went bankrupt, actually, and so they had gone bankrupt too. 
And so I wasn't having, all I was doing is, is, is being a burden on them. So I yeah. decided to go on home. I went home and it was just before Christmas, just before Christmas and about the 1st of December. And, and I went back and got my old job again at the service station. In Salt Lake? Salt Lake. Yeah. Okay. And living with my parents and wondering what I was going to do and just kind of loose ends and, and uh, all my friends, you know, were off either getting married or doing other things. And so one night, I went out. Wait, so I'm going to back up. What happened to the girl you were engaged with? Were you still engaged with her? No, we broke off. Okay. <laughs> Sometime. And, the... <laughs> and she married somebody else. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. So uh, when, when we really got together, was, it was just a couple of days after New Year's, just a couple of days. Uh, and I was at loose ends, and I borrowed my dad's car because I didn't have a car, had no money. I just drove around aimlessly for a couple hours. I didn't know what, where to go. I drove by a few old friends' houses, but I didn't stop and go in. And then all of a sudden, it's about 10 o'clock at night, and I ended up in Sherry's driveway where she lived with her parents. About 10 o'clock at night, I thought, it's kind of late to be knocking on the door, but the lights were on. So I went up <laughs> and knocked on the door, and Sherry came to the door, and when she saw me, she said, what are you doing here? Or something like that. <laughs> Do you remember that, Grandma? Oh, I I was kind of shocked. I so had... You can tell him. <clears throat> yeah. How the... I, uh, <clears throat> I couldn't quit thinking about him. I just... And so the night before that, the night before he was driving, I can remember it so well. I was in my bedroom and I was saying my prayers that I did every night. And it was a beautiful night. The moon was coming in the window. And I remember standing at that window and saying to Heavenly Father, please either tell me that this is supposed to be something to happen between us or get him out of my mind. Yeah. And the next night, he showed up at the front door at 10 o'clock at night. Wow, so I bet you were just shocked out of your mind. Oh, that's <laughs> well. That's why she looks so wide-eyed. Yeah. <laughs> what? So Heavenly Father answered my prayer that wow. fast. So that's what you were thinking when he came to the door. Oh, yeah, because, an answer to your prayer. because he said, I don't know why I'm here. I just, I just drove in your driveway. I don't know why I'm here. Wow. And he came in and we talked maybe till midnight and decided that we needed to date and get to know each other better. Okay. So we dated until about March. And at that time, <clears throat> he just had a high school diploma and that was it. And uh, he didn't know how he'd ever make a living. And so at that time, if you, it was the Korean War and they drafted you. Yeah. Everybody that was of eligible age would get drafted unless you enlisted. So he decided he would enlist in the Navy and go to electronic school in the Navy if they but you had to enlist for four years. And well, so when he, I when I went up to talk to them, uh I went to talk to him because I worked in service station for an old retired Navy 
okay. sailor. And he kept telling me what all the benefits of going to the Navy. So I went up and so, talked to them. Oh, sorry, keep going. And uh, he, at, at, the, uh, at the recruiting office, they give you a battery of tests. So you sit down and take those tests. When I went back a couple days after they were corrected, I had scored so high on them that I could have selected. He said, you can choose any school you want to go to, and we'll guarantee you can go to that school. So I chose electronics uh, school. And it was the Navy that so Navy mm -hmm. paid for that or something? Yeah. So they, they, they listened me to begin my four-year tent at uh, March 15th that year. So we only went together from January through March 15th when I went in the Navy. Okay, so you dated for a couple months and then you decided to join the Navy to avoid getting enlisted in the Army. Yeah, getting drafted. <laughs> getting drafted, yeah. <laughs> and then you just they sent you off to school. Yeah. Okay, and so what happened treasure, between you two? On Treasure Island in San Francisco. And we... Uh, I think we decided that we might get married, and but he, uh, we we wrote letters. We wrote, we wrote letters. letters prolifically back and forth. And but uh, there was a kind of a glitch in that because there was a big group of young people over in San Francisco in the Mission Ward, and all the guys who were LDS on base we used to go over there and go to meetings and participate in mutual activities on, on some nights. And, and I, one of the girls over there was really cute, and she was a very good dancer. <laughs> <laughs> she was a Greek girl, and, and uh, she had big black eyes. And, uh, and she, was, she, she really sang well with her sister and another friend, that they, they sounded like a, a professional trio when they sang oh, wow. songs and they were and they it was just a lot of fun and so uh there was a conflict so you know sherry's a thousand miles away <laughs> pauline's uh, uh jolene please yeah ellie 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 about yeah. forgetting ellie was only just across the bay <laughs> <laughs> that's funny but, so well, at this point, so Grandma, you were 16, 17. Yeah, about. I turned 17. And you still had a whole other year of high school. Yeah. Well, you were going to, it's her senior year now. I no, not quite. Well, by then I was, well, I had um, got a job during the summer at Sears Roebuck, a big one they had down in Salt Lake. And I was a what they call a roving sales clerk, wherever they needed me, whatever department. And yeah. I really loved it. But in in all of our letters and everything, we had decided that we were going to get married when he got out of electronic school. And so I only had two classes that I still had to take to graduate. Okay. And so I um, decided to not go back my senior year. I wasn't a real popular girl in school because. I didn't have the money to wear jants and clothes and joy shoes, and that was a big thing. If you weren't dressed just right at East High School, you know, forget it. So I had a couple of friends, but I wasn't really popular. So I decided that I would keep my job and save money 
or getting married and go and take those two classes at night. They had a night school at West High School. Okay. And so I'd work on, so then Sears gave me a better job since I was going to stay, and I was working in their office. And when they needed someone really bad in another department, they'd send me there, but I was doing bookkeeping work and stuff. And uh, <clears throat> so that's how I finished off my high school year. Okay. But uh, he was, had this other girl that was kind of attracting him, although we decided we were going to get married. And so it was about Christmas time, wasn't it, that yeah. that, that you... I, I graduated before Christmas time. No, we didn't get married till June, and you hadn't decided where you were going to go at that point. We we got assignments to our next duty station at the end of our six months of school. So I went to school from July through Christmas. Okay. Christmas. And then we got leave for a couple of weeks, and I went home. But prior to that time, uh, Sherry called me on the phone and said, are we serious or are we, you know, what's going on? Well, are, I need to know whether or not we're going to get married. And uh, so I kind of hedged on it, I think, at the time. <laughs> so you weren't sure yet at that point when she called yeah, her out? Yeah, because, uh, like you say, Eileen was just across the bay and she was <laughs> 800 miles away. Uh, uh, so we were still riding almost daily. Oh yeah, daily almost every day. Uh, so when she calls, she says, where do I stand? You know, we gotta make a decision here. Uh, so that that night uh, is when I got the answer for sure. We we lived in a barracks with other guys and bunk beds, you know, and, and about, Ten o'clock when the lights went out, then we, uh, then I usually I usually got out of got off a bunk and knelt by the side of the bunk and prayed. And that night I I I really pleaded with the Lord, Is Sherry the one? Should I that I should marry or not? I need to know. And I was kind of peaceful after the prayer. Got in the bed and about middle middle of night about two o'clock, I had this vivid dream. At this point in the recording, my grandpa shared with me his dream, which is really an experience a little bit too personal and sacred for me to publicly share on this podcast, but it was an incredibly powerful spiritual experience for him, which clearly let him know that my grandma, Sherry, was the person that he needed to marry. And it was so vivid that it's still as vivid today, 65 years later, as it was then. And I knew for sure then. And so that's when we slid, I called and we solidified. And then I we I went home. And, and we bought a diamond ring. Bottom diamond, yeah. diamond ring. Wow. We got officially engaged and uh, got married the next June. June. June 1st. June, after she got out of high school. Graduating That's incredible. That is a very, very vivid dream. Wow. So I think Heavenly Father would have been very unhappy with us after first he answered my dream so vividly and then gave Chick that dream. And I think if we'd ignored it, 
I don't know. So, <laughs> for you, Grandma, you you were pretty much 100% sure that you were supposed to marry him when yeah. he knocked on your door that one Yeah, day. I thought, this is it. Yeah. <laughs> wow, and you never doubted that. No. No. I just thought, Heavenly Father answered my prayer, and there he is. And we had both come from pretty, oh, kind of ugly family lives. And uh, it was interesting because as we talked, we both realized or we communicated with each other that our one goal in life since we were quite young was to have a family and have it be a happy home for kids because we were never happy in our home. Wow. And so the Lord just put us together to do that. And, and he sent us these great spirits that are your mom and her siblings. And we just always felt like we always thank Heavenly Father for sending all these great spirits into our home. That's incredible. Yeah, and now you've got a posterity of over 50 people. Yep. Yeah. You've built over these 65 years. Yeah. That's incredible. Growing every day. Yeah. Oh, honestly, you never know when the next like great it. grandchild's going <laughs> to show up. Yeah. It's amazing. <laughs> and you guys might be great great grandparents in a few years here. If we Because your live. first great grandchild yeah. is getting married I know. in isn't, a few weeks. Isn't that incredible? I can't believe that. Oh. How old are you both right now? I'm just about. You'll 86 be 86 on August in nine, 9th. In nine, nine days. days. And I'm 83. We're old. Nice. So when you got married, how old were you both? I was. A, I just barely turned eighteen. Just barely turned eighteen. Yeah. Older. Yeah. Well, I just. I was not twenty-one yet. I had to get my mother's approved signature <laughs> to get a to license. get a, a, a marriage license. You had to be wow. twenty-one if you were a boy, but eighteen if you were a girl. Sure. Isn't that funny? Yeah. She, she didn't have to have her parents' approval, no. but I did. But you did. Isn't <laughs> that funny? That yeah. was funny. So I guess I have one more question to back it up a little bit. So you had called him to ask if if it was going to happen or not. And it was you weren't sure, and that night you prayed. So did you call her the next day and say, yeah, Probably. I got I, my answer. I don't recall that. Girl, yeah. I let her. Maybe I wrote a letter or something, but anyway, <laughs> communicated one way or the other. We communicated and said, this is official. Get a ring when I get home. And it wasn't too long before I went home. Well. No, it was very close to yeah. when you came home. Yeah. And fortunately, I got stationed at that Monterey Air Station off a... a uh, stateside air station rather than on a ship. For the whole six months I was in school, every week there was a graduating class, okay, and of, of uh, technicians or, or trained techs. And every week we would look to see where they were going. And every week ships, it's all over the world they were getting sent to ships. And the week we we graduated, my class, 16 guys in my electronics communications maintenance class, all got sent to, to 
uh, land stations. I, and I got second choice in the class. And the first guy took Fallon, Nevada, which is by Reno. And I got Monterey, California. And that was the... Oh, Monterey. It's the most beautiful place. Our honeymoon place. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Wow. So if you had been sent on a ship, then Grandma, you wouldn't have been. We probably wouldn't have gotten married if he was going to take off on a ship right away. I don't know. We didn't have to decide that. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That's that's a miracle in of itself, really. Yeah. You got married in Salt Lake. Salt Lake Temple. Salt Lake Temple, and then moved directly. Went directly to Monterey. So you chose to get married right before he had to be in Monterey. Yeah. Okay. Well, I was already in Monterey. I guess you were. I oh, guess you, so you came to Salt Lake to get married in January. That's and we right. Got married That's in June. So That's I was right. For five oh, so you didn't spend very much time together while you were engaged. No. Letters. Letters. I had letters. a box of letters. Part of them were during that time, and the other part were while he was on a ship. He did finally have to go on a ship for yeah. about Two years six later, months. After Two years later, after Callie was born. And but uh, I had this wonderful box of letters because we just wrote almost daily. And in one of our moves, he decided that we didn't need those anymore, and he threw them away. <laughs> and I didn't, oh, no. even, I didn't even know it till one day I wanted to go find one. He says, oh, I threw those all away. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> wow. So almost I could say the majority of your dating time was far apart. Writing letters. Writing letters. It was. Wow. Yeah, it really was. Uh, we had about, let's see, it was about six, eight weeks before I left. And then I was home on leave for a couple times, for a couple weeks. Probably about 10 or 12 weeks, about 12 weeks that we actually were dating. We're in person. Yeah. Wow. So that, that must have taken a lot of faith out of both of you to move forward with it. Yeah. But it's surprising how well you get to know somebody writing letters. Yeah, letters. writing letters is... Sometimes I think that's better than... <laughs> oh, I don't know. I just had faith that that's how it was supposed to be. Wow. So that's what happened. That's our story.